Hi there, I'm Randa Abdel-Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Good morning, friends. Olivia Allen Price here on our second to last day of Bay Curious Prop Fest, our 12-part series explaining the propositions on California's statewide ballot. Today, we take on Proposition 24. It's a measure about consumer data privacy. The full text of this prop is more than 50 pages, and it has lots of provisions, and quite frankly, they're not all easy to understand. We'll go through some of them today on the show. It's Proposition 24, the Consumer Privacy Prop. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest, and I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Proposition 24 would change consumer privacy law in California in a lot of different ways. But before we can explain what it would do, it's important to understand where we've been. Well, Olivia, it all starts at a dinner party. This is Rachel Myro, senior editor of KQED's Silicon Valley Desk. This Bay Area real estate developer named Alistair McTaggart gets to talking with a Google engineer at this party. There was something in the press that day about privacy, and I asked him, hey, what's the, is there a big deal about this? And I expected him to say, nothing to see here. And he said, you'd be terrified if you knew how much we knew about everybody. So he goes home, and he starts learning about this global industry where people are buying and selling our data, essentially. We're being tracked 24-7, 365, all of your searches, all of your location, who you're standing next to, what apps you have installed, what you're looking for, what you're interested in. Alistair McTaggart decides to write a ballot proposition with a bunch of consumer privacy protections that he wants to see put in place. Lawmakers and the tech industry take notice, and they were worried that if a proposition like that went before voters and passed, it would be super difficult to amend. 
they got him to wave it off with the promise that there would be a bill that would be passed in the state legislature and that during the legislative year that followed, there would be lots of little amendments that could be discussed, debated, passed, or killed. And that's exactly what happened. The California Consumer Privacy Act passes in 2018, then goes into effect in January of this year. You know those dialog boxes that pop up when you visit websites all the time now? The ones with the big accept button? Yeah, that's the California Consumer Privacy Act in action. Basically, you can think about it in five easy pieces, right? Number one, you have the right to go to any company that's collecting information about you and ask, what are you collecting specifically? Like, send me the details. Number two, you have the right to tell that company to delete your information. Three, you have the right to demand that the company not sell the information on. Number four, you, the consumer, can sue only if a company's negligence leads to a hack that exposes your data. Otherwise, only the state attorney general's office can sue. Finally, number five, companies can't create this two-tier system where you get a lesser package of goods and services if you try to exercise your rights to privacy under the CCPA. So that's the California Consumer Privacy Act, which is in effect already. But McTaggart and a lot of others aren't quite satisfied. You know, a lot of people would describe it as a hot mess. And, you know, quite possibly McTaggart as well, because he's back with this second proposition. It's more of what he wants to see and less of what is kind of collectively hashed out by all of these different power players in Sacramento. Okay, so that gets us to today. We're looking at Prop 24 on our ballot, a new collection of privacy measures. Rachel, what are we voting on here? So many things, Olivia. Too many things, in fact, to explain without going into some depth. I'm going to talk about four of the biggies, although actually, why don't we have McTaggart talk about number one? We create a new category of sensitive personal information. That's your race, your ethnicity, your health information, your sexual orientation. And you get to tell a business, look, That stuff is so sensitive, you shouldn't even be able to use it. Proposition 24 goes into further detail about what it defines as sensitive data. Number two, tougher fines for companies that violate children's privacy rights. Number three, no holding on to data longer than necessary. Unclear exactly what that means, but that's a concept in there. Number four, new state agency. This, Olivia, I think is the most intriguing aspect of Proposition 24, the creation of a new regulatory agency funded at a bare minimum of $10 million a year to work in tandem with the state attorney general's office. We should have more privacy professionals in this agency than right now exist in the FTC for the entire country. The FTC only has about 40 lawyers for the entire country for privacy, and we'll have about the same number here in California once it gets funded up and operating if the initiative passes. Rachel, I thought some of this was already the case under current consumer privacy law, like that I could tell companies not to use my sensitive info. 
Right. That's one of the confusing things about Proposition 24, that it promises to enshrine some things that are already law. Of course, there's very little enforcement, and companies big and small sidestep the laws a lot. So it's possible a new purpose-built regulatory agency in Sacramento might enforce better behavior. McTaggart says consumer privacy protections would be more secure if this prop passes. Because CCPA right now is, quote-unquote, just a law. It can get amended by the legislature tomorrow. Voter pass initiatives are harder to amend, but McTaggart says this one does give legislators a little more flexibility. We do give the legislature the power to amend it, even with just a simple majority vote. But, and here's the sort of protection, it has to be amended in furtherance of the purpose and intent of the act. And we have a section which is kind of like a Bill of Rights for Privacy. It just says, hey, look, you can amend it, just don't hurt consumers. But this one isn't all about increasing privacy for consumers. There are some provisions that seem like they might have the opposite effect. Frankly, Olivia, here's where things get confusing. I mean, on the one hand, Prop 24 directs companies to collect only what they need to provide you with their service. But it would be easier for companies to refuse to delete your information when you ask them to. And easier for companies to squirrel out of making sure that other companies that got some of that data are also complying with your request not to use it. Prop 24 would also reduce the number of companies that have to comply with these privacy laws. Companies that buy or sell data from less than 100,000 households a year would be exempted. Where do the companies who this prop could impact come down on this one? That's an excellent question. And I really want to take this moment to make the point that we're not just talking about tech companies like Facebook and Google collecting and selling your data. We've reached the point now in the global economy where your insurance company is in this game, your broadband provider, your retail outlets, and a host of companies you've never even heard of located all over the world. And while we saw a lot of lobbyists paid for by these companies saying a lot of things very loudly when the rollout of the current consumer privacy law was in play, most of them seem to be weirdly silent right now. There are different ideas about why that is, but the one I've heard most often is that the industry knows data collection is not popular, knows that Consumer privacy is popular, so they're just staying in the shadows to avoid blowback at the ballot box. All right. Well, let's get into what makes this prop sort of especially fascinating to me. Who is for and against it? I understand that it's kind of all over the place. Yes. People and groups who are usually on the same page are split on this one. Okay. Let's start with who's for it. Consumer Watchdog, Common Sense, the LA Times editorial board, and perhaps the biggest headliner of all, Andrew Yang, former presidential candidate who was one of the foremost techies on the early campaign trail. I would say, to put it succinctly, these folks like the basic premise of expanding consumer rights, and they trust Alistair McTaggart, that his heart is in the right place, even if the language of the proposition is convoluted and unclear. The Political Action Committee supporting the group is reporting $5.4 million in contributions, nearly all of that, Olivia, from Alistair McTaggart. And who's come out against it? On the no side, we've got the Consumer Federation of California, Media Alliance, a couple chapters of the ACLU. These groups are against 24 for a host of different reasons. Some say 
The state doesn't really need another regulatory agency, which Prop 24 would create. Others think this prop is simply the wrong way to solve this type of problem because laws voted in as propositions are harder to amend than laws passed by the state legislature. I should also mention the no side has spent nowhere near the amount of money McTaggart has. To date, not even 50 grand, according to the Secretary of State's website. And we should also mention that there are some pretty notable groups like Consumer Reports and the Electronic Frontier Foundation who are not taking a side. Yes, and this is particularly interesting to me. I reached out to Haley Tsukuyama, a legislative analyst at EFF, which is a well-respected consumer data privacy advocate. So I'm not saying it's the worst thing in the world. I'm just, it's uh, not something that we felt able to support. The EFF has dug into the details in a tech-savvy way, but also they haven't locked into a political position that makes you worry they're shoving other concerns behind the curtain trying to show a united front. I just think there are enough things in here that I don't know what they would do functionally, and I don't know how hard they will be to fix if they do end up being wrong. It's a funny time in privacy law, right? We're, we're trying a lot of things. We're seeing what there's political appetite for. We're seeing what there's consumer appetite for. So she wants to see the new privacy law that we already have play out for a bit, sounds like. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of taking a side. Yeah, I mean, mainly in the sense that the EFF is following an ancient maxim in California ballot box politics, when in doubt, don't vote yes. I don't get the impression reading the foundation's blog post explaining their position that anyone at the foundation believes Prop 24 is world ending or an unfixable giveaway to industry. It's just, as we've been talking about, it's way too hard to understand, even to people who know the territory. All right. Well, Rachel Myro, thank you for walking us through this one. My pleasure. In a nutshell, a vote yes on Proposition 24 says you want to see California's consumer data privacy laws expanded, as outlined in the full 50-plus page text of this proposition. And you support creating a new state agency to enforce these laws. A no vote means businesses would continue to follow California's current data privacy laws, and the state's Department of Justice would continue to enforce them. That's it on Proposition 24. We'll be back tomorrow with our final episode of PropFest. It'll cover Prop 25, which would end the use of cash bail in California. So it's a big one. Catch up on all of our PropFest episodes in our podcast feed or online at baycurious.org slash PropFest. One reminder, October 19th is the last day you can register to vote. That's this coming Monday. Bay Curious PropFest is produced by Katrina Schwartz, Katie McMurrin, Rob Spate, and me, Olivia Allen Price. Our show is made in San Francisco at member-supported KQED. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. 
Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. 